listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga, movement, meditation teacher, writer, DJ, human being, doing things on the planet like you, right? Thanks for being here. In today's episode, we are talking about transformation and what a loaded word that is. I'm going to break it down. I've had a bit of a tricky relationship with the definition of transformation. I've ummed and ahed, I've used it, I've removed it, and I've had some big learning moments of late, and I wanted to share them with you in relation to transformation and the journey that we're all on. So I really hope this is useful, maybe insightful, maybe a bit of a mind wonder, (laughs) maybe a useful tool with some references that I will put in the show notes. As always, you can find them at ifeelforyoupodcast.com or dion.space. I'm out there. This is episode 34. Shall we dive in? Do you want to take my hand? Maybe let's link arms. Let's do this. So my darlings, before we get into the show, I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for all of your reviews, your likes, your shares, your comments and your feedback about this podcast. I can't tell you how much it means to feel connected with you in this way. You are the reason that I make this and I want you to feel seen and held and loved and appreciated and encouraged as much as possible on this planet that we reside. So thank you. Your support means the world. So please know that it's never taken for granted. And I'm still reeling, as some of you might have seen from my other alter ego, Dance Rat, who you might have met on the gram this last week. Dance Rat comes out when needing to express euphoric emotions that words simply cannot describe. So if you're curious, find me at Dion with seven underscores. Yeah, I know I'm extra, but you can check the show notes as well for that link. The reason that Dance Rat came out is because I was particularly overwhelmed by your responses to the last few episodes. Episode 33, The Healing Power of Intentional Connection in Disconnected Times. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your words on that. And also episode 32, my update on living life with a chronic illness and it's always a bit vulnerable you know to share yourself especially in public and to be honest writing tends to feel my safest space to do that um the voice as many of you regular listeners know is such an emotive thing sound energy and that resonance from your guts to your throat and beyond is powerful ask anyone who's a fan of our patron saint beyonce saluting you or any kind of music for that matter Using your voice is really intimate and, well, personal, I think. So I'm grateful for the honour of spending time with you in this intimate way. And don't forget that you can also leave me a voicemail if you feel like it. I always love to hear from you. And the link to my voicemail and everything else I mention is in the show notes. I feel for you podcast.com. This is episode 34. So a little update then, darlings. This week, besides aforementioned dance rat excitement, I had a little medical procedure, which meant getting to grips with the after effects of anaesthesia, which was fun. Not really. It was a bit weird. Sent me sideways and made me rather grumpy, but all is well. I'm grateful and fascinated to always learn about how our bodies and minds are ever adapting. 
It also meant I've been on an enforced soft food diet. And if you know me, you know I'm not into diets. So let's just remove that word diet from our vocabulary, shall we? I had to eat soft food. And realising that I wasn't quite ready for plantain tipped me over the edge, hence the grumbles. But thankfully, all is well, as I said, and I'm now celebrating eating semi-solid food items. Yes, grateful for health, for healing and for those learning moments. So thank you all for your Instagram story tips for interesting soft food recipes, by the way. There's only so much mashed potato one can eat. Anyway, being in recovery mode gave me lots of time to inhale inspiration, some of which will feature in this week's Inspiration Station, which is coming up in moments. But before that, a special shout out to all of my glorious participants in the Bloom online group creative coaching program. That's a mouthful. We began our journey on Sunday, seven week journey into creative gloriousness, connection, community. And oh my, what a group. I just feel so grateful to be going on a journey with this marvellous gang. I really appreciate real talk and action with impact and these deep connections and laughing until we cry and crying and figuring stuff out on this adventure. And all of these people that I feel so honoured to work with on this journey are so brave and brilliant and they teach me so much. It's an honour to hold space for this. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as many of you know, and as I spoke about in the last episode, actually, I've just been so hungry these years for these kinds of spaces online. Some of you know that I used to run women's groups in real life uh, 15 years ago or so, and they've always been a really important part of my life. I find that these circles can be transformational and really impactful, and I wanted a way to try to connect with people that I didn't necessarily live nearby so that we could create and cultivate this community together so yeah it just means so much to me to be able to do this work uh, because we all deserve to feel that sense of connection and to have that connection to meaningful community that can hold space for us and witness us in this ever-evolving process and you know just explore tools together to grow and to nourish ourselves and bear witness to this wild ride so yeah to those of you in the program listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. So due to the group program, which is where I'm spending most of my time, of course, I've not been taking on new one-to-one creative coaching clients until the end of May onwards. That's what I said. And somehow there have been quite a few bookings this week for the rest of the year and into early next year, which is amazing. And I'm meeting so many brilliant people and continuing work with clients I've been lucky enough to work with over the last few years. So this is just a word to say, if you wanted to work with me one-to-one, do drop me a message because yeah, I didn't expect to be booking people in now, but here we are and I'm up for it and I'm ready and let's talk. And if you've got questions or you're curious or maybe just have that sensation in your belly (laughs) that's calling you, then yeah, get in touch. Let's chat. And you can get all the details for that from my website. If you head to dion.space, all the info is there. But as I said, just drop me a message if you've got any questions at all. And also, if you wanted to work with me in person, just a heads up that there's just a couple of rooms left now for my upcoming Brighton summer retreat, which is happening this July 23rd to the 25th. I'm so excited and we've had a few new bookings in the last couple of weeks. And this group, as ever is a wonderful collection of beings. 
So you can expect a seasonal reset this summer, lots of yoga and movement immersions, developing daily meditation practice, loads of glorious food, including food workshops and lots of treats and take-home recipes, pampering rituals, you get gifts, obviously, free time as well to explore Brighton and the surrounding area, which is like high vibe summertime. There's creative activities, which are optional. And Shettle and I, who run these retreats, like to pass on all of our secret fave places that (laughs) maybe are a little bit off the beaten track and not so um, touristic, if you like, but are hidden gems. So, If you fancy that, get in touch. And also you get a private one-to-one creative coaching session with me, which you can have in person, or if you prefer, you can do it before or after the event. And this feels so great because this kind of naturally happens on the retreat anyway, but this enables me to really have that sacred time with each member on the retreat to dig deep. Yeah. So if you're interested in joining us for this seaside treat this summer, get in touch, head to my site dion.space and this will be what, seventh year, eighth year of running retreats. That's really exciting and I'm still just as excited as the beginning because I think I'm a good host. I think I can say that about myself. I'm going to say it. I'm going to own that. I like hosting the hell out of people and I love people to feel held and glorious and cared for and nurtured. So yeah, that's the kind of vibe. You can read about the retreat and what to expect on my website. So I'll stop like, am I gassing myself? Is that what this is? I don't know. (laughs) Should we move on to the inspiration station? I need some kind of jingle. Feeney, can you sing me a jingle? Okay, so Inspiration Station, three things I've been enjoying lately. Number one, some of you know this already, if you follow my stories on Instagram, Guava Island, for obvious reasons. This was the silver lining to my cloud of being stuck in bed to rest. It meant that I saw it the day that it dropped and it was succulent, vital nourishment, gorgeousness. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Have you seen it? What did you think? I'm into symbolism and obviously I'm an island gyal, so I spent time growing up in the Caribbean. So for me seeing it, and obviously Rihanna, it was a very intoxicating treat, very nostalgic as well. Uh, The colours and just the feeling and the people and yeah, talk to me. Let me know what you thought about it. The number two on the inspiration station is a book, of course. Um, I am rereading Alice Walker's Living by the Word. I've posted about this on Instagram before over the years. I really love this book and it's like I'm falling in love with it again as I read it this time round. It's kind of a collection of different types of writings. So there's letters and there's uh, speeches, there's short stories, there's diary entries, I love a good rummage around different styles of writing. So it's, uh, yeah, a bonanza of words. So if you're interested in that, I'll link you in the show notes. Third on my list is music and it's floating points 
Late Night Tales. So if you're familiar with this collection, Late Night Tales, you'll know different artists select their picks to create a compilation of sounds. And Floating Points is one of those artists who has excellent taste as well as being a great musician himself. Um, I think there's one of his songs on there on this record, which I adore. Um, You can hear this obviously by looking for it, but it's also in this week's Vibes Immediately. Vibes Immediately is my updated curated music playlist that I put together for you on Spotify. So you can get that if you find me on Spotify or just look for the link in the show notes. And yeah, have you heard it? What do you think? For me, I've been working to this during the week as well as dancing in a bathroom disco. So that kind of gives it a thumbs up, I think. What are you listening to? I'd love to know. Remember, I'm always open and excited to hear your tips. What's inspiring you lately? What are you up to? Where are you going? What have you heard? What have you seen? What are you reading? What are you absorbing? What are you feeling? Let me know. Send me a message. Maybe leave me a comment. Maybe leave me a voicemail. Get the links in the show notes. Ifeelforyoupodcast.com. This is episode 34. I think it's about time we get into the meat of the show and we're talking about transformation. So the other day I was thinking about transformation and how it's a bit of a loaded word, like many words are loaded with connotations and denotations. What is the difference between something connoting something and something denoting something? Is it like signifier and signified? When something denotes something, is it like it points to it and the connotation is the meaning that you get from it? So like denotation is the I don't know anyway so I was thinking about transformation the other day and how loaded that word is and how I've kind of had a lot of issues with it um I used to really enjoy using that word and I definitely used it a lot to describe the coaching programs that I offered and still offer I used it a lot in the past because it seemed to be a way to potently describe what I felt most people all people in fact experienced in our work together and that's not to say that I made them transform it's just that working together to create transformation because it takes two right I can't do the work for you but I can absolutely support you and help guide you when you're stuck and overwhelmed and um, feeling a bit lost and unsure so yeah I help people get really clear and I help people to show up for themselves I help people to be accountable and therefore get things done so yeah I think transformation was a really good word to use and I'm thinking of bringing it back and the reason I'm talking about this is because lately I can't remember why this came up maybe something happened this week but I was thinking about the word transformation and doing some writing about it because I think the assumption with transformation is that it's a really quick process and actually I think that's a myth and perhaps a bit of a sign of the times that we're in where we can access anything we want at any time. I think I was reading this New York Times article about, was it the cut? I can't remember. I'll have to find it and link you to it. But it was asking about whether we really grow up 
if we have been raised to order everything online, for example, if we're going somewhere, we might order an Uber. Fun fact, I took my first Uber a week ago today, which was very exciting. I was in London and we were a bit stuck. <laughs> yeah, they called it an Uber and I had my first experience. My cherry was popped and it was exciting. And the guy shook my hand, gave me endless high fives because I'm a kind of high fiving person. I'm that person. Um, and he dealt with my squeals of delight in this process of taking uh, an Uber and my step into the modern world anyway. <laughs> I still haven't downloaded the app. Anyway, anyway, anyway. There's a lot of politics around that, but um, especially in Brighton. Anyway, transformation. The assumption is that transformation happens quickly. I've been thinking about it a lot and thinking about this article that I read asking, do we ever really grow up if everything we access is via a button on our phones or computers? So we might order our groceries online, for example. We might order a taxi via a button on our phone. Apparently that's how you do it, I don't know. Um, we might date online. And all of these things are absolutely fine, I think, whatever works, right? However, yeah, the article was raising the questions about whether we learn essential life skills. Like, do we learn to socialise in a kind of healthy, well-rounded way if our only interaction is online? Do we learn how to kind of forage and access certain foods, for example, if we don't expose ourselves to what these things are like? You know, if we're kind of getting a meal that's fully made and delivered to us, do we learn how to make that thing if we don't go into a store and touch the ingredients? And look, this is no shade because food is just so loaded with privilege, right? Especially this idea of healthy eating and, you know, organic food and all of that stuff. When you're poor, I grew up poor, when you're poor, you don't necessarily have access to super fresh fruits and veg that are organic, right? So there can be a lot of snootiness around all this stuff. So please, you know, take this with a gigantic gigantic pinch of some Himalayan sea salt sorry um you know what I mean uh, so transformation transformation and this kind of fast instant world that we live in p.s have you ever thought about the name Instagram Instagram like instant instant picture it's kind of interesting when you think about it right especially hashtag slow living don't you think? Because it's kind of <laughs> suggests that we have to consume a lot or that things are going to move very quickly and we're going to, you know, be exposed to a lot of stuff in a very short amount of time. Just part of this world that we live in, right? Everything's quick, instant, available, get what you want. And there's a really good clip by, um, I think you pronounce it, Mayim Bialik. Apologies if that's wrong. But she did this great video. She's got a YouTube channel, if you didn't already know. And I kind of enjoy watching it because she talks about things like um, the menopause and being grumpy and being a genius. And I kind of like her humour and her kind of self-depreciating but clever thoughts. So I learn a lot from her. And she did a piece on millennials and she was talking about... <laughs> It's quite interesting because, you know, I'm classed as a millennial, but like a really old one, <laughs> probably the oldest millennial in town, born in 1980, tempted to start singing Estelle. Estelle, she's a lovely person. Anyway, side note, can I keep on track? Yes. Mayim, 
which I think is how you pronounce her first name. She was talking about millennials and her kind of observations about millennial behavior and what we can learn about ourselves. And I'm not sure I fit completely into this category because I've sort of got one foot in Luddite, obviously, taking my first Uber last week, and one foot in the future, said popping of cherry in the Uber. Oh, that sounded bad. Uh, Not in that way. You know what I'm talking about. Um, So yeah, this was an observation about millennials, you know, obviously a problematic term. I don't really like it, but here we are. We all know what I'm talking about, right? So she was talking about millennials and how there is a tendency for many of them slash us to want things immediately because we live in a world where you can pretty much access anything on demand. If there's information that you want, pull out your phone and Google it, right? If there is something you want to order, you can have it tomorrow, sometimes today, depending on what it is, sometimes in an hour, right? It's kind of mad when you think about it. And she was comparing that to her generation, which I definitely relate to, where you kind of had to maybe sit in a bowl of stuff that wasn't very comfortable for a really long time and just be patient because... You can't just press a button and and expect something to be there. And so she was talking about this in relation to certain life situations, for example, in the workplace, like she's talking about her team members and the differences between her and them. And it wasn't a ranking like millennials are bad, right? Because I don't want to come at this angle, not at all, because I think there's so much great optimism, enthusiasm and no BS that, (laughs) that I really admire in a lot of millennials. They've taught me to really try to own my voice and speak up for myself, especially when I've been gaslighted on too many occasions to mention right here. But, you know, to start standing up for myself and standing up in general. Um, No, not that it wasn't that I didn't stand up in general, but I think more for myself, you know. Um, So I really appreciate that about millennials. And there's many, many other things that I could harp on about here, but I'm trying to keep this short and go back to Mayim and her observations about millennials, which I will link you to, which were kind of interesting and insightful because it's just a personal perspective, right? And I'm thinking a lot about that in relation to this world that we live in where everything's pretty instant, pretty fast. We get what we need when we need it. And that versus this idea of transformation. What do we expect when we think about transformation? And I think that many of us might want results quicker than we're ready for them. And what I mean by that is that I believe transformation is a process. And it's a process that kind of contains many stages. Like, sure, there's a transformation that exists where we can kind of make a change from one day to the next. For example, when I was a teenager, I used to smoke cigarettes. Yes, I know. You wouldn't think it now because I am that person that sort of carries sprays and will mist the air around me to make sure that I've got curly hair and I've got a lot of it so if I'm in any kind of environment with smells my hair is going to pick it up so I've got to be saying fresh do you know what I mean so anyway there's transformation in a sense of we can change from one moment to the next so when I smoked when I was a teenager one day I just decided to give up this is probably a really bad example because I'm not saying that giving up smoking is easy but for me it was very easy I just decided one day to the next okay I'm done that's it and I gave up maybe I should use a different example but do you know what I'm talking about like you can make a decision that is kind of transformational like so this evening instead of watching this really mediocre piece of tv 
I'm going to watch something I actually really want to see. Or I'm going to go out for an evening walk and do something different. Or I'm going to pick up the phone and call that friend I've been thinking about a lot but haven't got in touch with because we keep missing each other. Or so this evening I'm going to write for 20 minutes because I want to write a novel. So I'm going to practice my writing craft. Or I'm (laughs) going to have a bathroom disco. I'm sorry. Yeah, I talk about bathroom discos a lot. So anyway, here we are. So you can make that decision, which is kind of transformational, right? It results in some kind of action, positive action, right? Uh, Of course, we can talk about negative transformation, but whatever, whatever, whatever. We're talking about kind of positive transformation here. So there is a kind of short-term quick fix transformation. However, I believe that real transformation is that sustainable kind, you know, like long-term results. The stuff that doesn't require you to have to need someone else for you to take that action you know that's why I'm interested in coaching still that's what brought me to coaching because I thought you know what yeah I can help someone in the immediate now but I'm interested in you know offering people tools that is going to be revolutionary in a way for them help them to discover the kind of magic that they already have you know does that make sense? Does it sound wanky? I hope it doesn't sound wanky, but transformation, transformation, that kind of transformation is often hard. And I realise I'm not selling. (laughs) I'm not selling my profession well. Apologies to like other people out there coaching and supporting people. But I think you would agree. Real life transformation is often difficult because it means facing some stuff that might be difficult to chew, might be difficult to swallow. And I don't mean the kind where you horribly break someone down and make them feel shit. That's not cool. You know what I mean? Reminds me of like (laughs) one yoga training that I did. A guy went round and literally just walked on our hands in Downward Dog, (laughs) like crunched his dirty, cheesy paws on our hands. And I just was like, this is yeah you know I got a lot of opinions about yoga guys you know this don't you do I need to go there maybe I do um but yeah there's lots of things I've spoken about so if you just dig a little scratch the surface you'll find some of my thoughts and opinions on modern yoga land and uh, shout out to Jason Crandall and Andrea Ferretti who makes the yoga land podcast they both do but it's Andrea's project so shout out to them that's a good podcast if you're interested in yoga anyway I'm digressing. I'm sorry. I hope you're still with me. Transformation. I'm not trying to put people off the idea of transformation because I think it is a wonderful thing. It's life changing. It's freedom, I think. But to get there means you've got to work a bit. Probably got to work quite hard, which is why I think coaching is valuable. It's why I've worked with a number of coaches over the years, because I can't do this stuff on my own. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have other people helping me along the way. And again, that's not a kind of uh, like a pitch. This is just reality. We need each other as humans because life can be tricky. So, yeah, transformation. Transformation is a great word. I'm thinking of bringing it back because I'm starting to become friends with it again after a while of doubting myself using that word on my website and other places to try and describe what it is that I do in my coaching programs 
because I was embarrassed for a while because I thought, am I trying to sell snake oil or something? And then I really thought about it. Like I pulled the word from wherever it was on my website and I really sat with it. I was like, what do I actually mean? Do I mean this? Do I mean transformation? And after a lot of pondering, a lot of consideration, I really do. I mean it because I understand that my definition of transformation isn't this quick fix. It's not a wave or magic wand, um, snap your fingers and this is going to be easy peasy. Oh, haven't said that in a while. You know, like it's not easy for most people to create real life sustainable transformation. It's often hard. It's often tricky. There's often setbacks along the way, like maybe we're cruising and feeling like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then maybe there's a setback or a trigger or something kind of, you know, gets in our way. But that doesn't mean that it's not part of the transformational process. It just means this is the journey. And walking with someone that can help you navigate that tricky stuff can be so helpful, right? Number one, just for understanding we're not alone. And number two, for having someone to really figure that stuff out with, you know, like to really dig into that mulch and figure stuff out, not for a quick fix, but for like really kind of getting into the root, to the heart of the matter. You know what I mean? I don't know if this made any sense at all, but (laughs) if you take one thing, it's this. Transformation is often hard, but it's not impossible. Transformation can be challenging, But that is part of the journey that's going to take you where you want to go. Because in these times, in these fast, quick, instant times, where we're often shown the highlight reel, the filtered edition of something, there's not often the lens that shows us the tricky parts, the difficult bits the kind of excruciating crawl through the dirt, (laughs) you know? Because we all have that. We've all experienced that in our journey. And if you haven't, please get in touch. Let me know your magic spells for that. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure, you know, that most of us have experienced some hardship, some challenges, some things that have been really tricky, really difficult. But they have made us who we are. And I think, especially when I look back at all the tricky challenges, all of the resistance, all of that hard work that I've been doing on myself for decades, that without those shadows, without those tricky parts, the good would not feel so great. I would not have learnt super valuable lessons, but also value how it feels when I am in my flow and when I'm fully stepping into myself. Truly, I'm not trying to spin bad shit as being necessary because I don't think that we should look for pain or that, you know, pain is what we deserve at all. I don't think that. But I certainly think it teaches us a whole lot. So... (laughs) If you're going through a period right now that is feeling a bit maybe rocky, a bit uncertain, a bit unclear, maybe challenging, I hope that you can trust that this is part of the process. You know, it's like when we turn from winter to spring, you know, 
in the winter when it's dark and it's cold. I know this analogy is probably overused in this podcast, but you get the gist, right? In the winter, we can't see what's going on deep beneath the surface. But then when spring comes around and we start to see the buds, the way that the plants are pushing themselves up from beneath the ground, up into the open, into the light and exploding into all these glorious colours, all these tremendous blooms, then we see, we see the beauty and the magnificence. And sometimes we might take that for granted, you know, like blossom. I certainly do. Actually, I don't because I'm one of those really annoying people that walks around taking pictures of blossom, can't walk past the blossom tree. But you know what I mean? Sometimes in those blossoming moments that might only last a couple of days or whatever, shout out to David Hockney, blog post about that. I'll link you in the bio. Um, Sometimes those temporary moments of beauty and wonder We might assume that that is where all the work is, but we know that that tree has been dormant, but actually working really hard behind the scenes to make that beauty happen that might only last for a couple of days. And it's the same sometimes, like I know with clients, for example, they might be comparing themselves to other people on a journey that's, you know, different to them. They might see someone doing all of the things that they want to do. Or that person, they've written that book. That person, they've got this much money slash followers slash whatever it is. This person is doing this thing with their life. This person has all of these things. And get trapped in that, you know, the comparison loop. Comparison being the thief of joy. As I've been harping on about for God knows how many years now. Ten? I don't know. I'm sorry if you're bored of me saying that, but we don't know someone else's journey and what they've had to go through on their transformational road to get there, you know? So it's the same with us. We need to remember that. Did I say if you just take one thing from this and I've been like waffling for five minutes? I'm sorry. You know what I mean, though? Let's do something revolutionary and own our own journey. And if you're going through a period of struggle, as I said earlier, I hope you can remind yourself of this. Transformation is a process. You're never stuck. And there's always help and support out there for you. That might be through friends and family. That might be working with someone else. It might be going to a therapist, for example. It might be going to a doctor's. It might be working with a coach, which is not the same thing, but depends what you need, right? So it's like looking at what's there. What are you dealing with right now and what do you need? Because you don't have to do this alone. So let's all walk in this like transformational sachet. I don't know. I'm going to put something raunchy on and just march through the flat. Anyway, I hope that's helped you in some way. And um, yeah, just reminded you that if you're working towards something and if you're finding you're stuck, you're in a bit of a sticky situation, this is not the end. This does not define you, although it is a defining moment. It's part of your journey. And it's an opportunity for you to see what do you need, to ask for it, to make that stuff happen, and to embrace this as a wonderful part of your life, this story that you're creating and you get to create. That's pretty exciting. So yeah, yay, transformation, yay. (laughs) All right, that's all from me. Take care of yourself, eh? Lots of love and transformational vibes. I'm going to go put that back on my website now. That was me with a fist banging the mattress. I love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye. And if you're interested in stuff like this, discussions, musings, reflections, inspiration, treats, 
then maybe you're interested in my digest. Digest, I hear you say? Yes, my weekly digest. It's a mail, I know, but it's a fun one. So if you want it, head to dion.space forward slash digest and you can read a little bit about what it's about. And then if you want to, you can sign up. And if not, no worries, my friends. I appreciate you being here regardless. Thank you for tuning in. If you dug this episode, perhaps consider giving me a like. Not that a like defines someone, but what it does is it helps other like-minded people like you find the show because chances are if you've liked it then I like you oh that's not a bribe you know what I mean though (laughs) so if you feel like it like the show maybe give me a review reviews really matter to me because it helps me to hear what you think of the show and I make this for you so feel free to also send me any requests or any topics you'd like me to chew over find me at ifeelforyoupodcast.com or dion.space hey we had a refurb come check me out babes i've just been moving some furniture around at home on the interweb but also your home too you're welcome anytime so come on over pull up a chair i'll fix you up a coffee actually maybe i can't do that alas but you know bring your own treats byob and i hope you enjoy what's there let me know what you think i love you 